What's up, guys? This is your host, Xavier Kelly. This is the Up Next podcast. In today's episode, I got a very special guest. Um, she's an entrepreneur. She's the founder of Twilio Influencer Brands. She is a, um, a life coach. Her name is Adelaide Freeman. She is amazing. Um, it's one podcast that you guys are gonna really want to listen to, and you can see how she, you see how she got to what she got to now, going through her struggles and everything in life. I'm very very excited and blessed to even be um, talking to her because um, she is. She's one wonderful woman, and she's been through a lot. Um, she's going to teach you a lot of different things. We're going to go over specifically how to go through and, um, you know, and better yourself and why you should better yourself, um, how to network a little bit, because that's why how she builds majority of her clients. Like, what are the necessary skills needed to be able to be an entrepreneur, the grit, the grind? It's a really good podcast for those out there, you, for those you guys out there who are looking to start your own business, kind of in the rut of the business, and you kind of don't know which way to go. She's a good person to learn from and follow from because she has a wonderful story and a hard story that helped her get to where she is now. So, guys, um, I'm going to let you go on and get straight into it. Let's get straight to the podcast. Thanks. As an entrepreneur, you have got to, you've got to just stick it in there day in, day out, whether it's good, whether it's bad. You know, you just got to, you got to show up every day and be there. Um, and so that's really what developed me. Hey guys, um, this is your host, Xavier Kelly on Up Next Podcast. I'm here today with Alan Freeman. She is an entrepreneur and she's the founder of Twilio Influencer Brands. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. I can't, can't complain. I had two cups of coffee in me and a great night's sleep last night, so all is well. Yeah. You know, I've been very interested about you and like just how you got to this point and just all the things you have done and all the basically all all, all you have achieved all that and I really want people to know like um who are you like let them know who are you? oh man I <laughs> oh who are you what a question what a what a loaded question um I uh, originally grew up in Nashville Tennessee um, born and raised and uh, grew up in a conservative, old school Southern community. Um, and then right after, right after Nashville, I said I wanted, I told myself, the South is great, I'm ready to get out. <laughs> I'm ready, I want, I, I, I'm tired of living and growing up in a homogeneous culture. I want something different. I want people, I want, I actually would say, um, and you're, you're probably gonna laugh at this, but I would say I want someone to disagree with me. I'm tired of everyone agreeing with me. I'm tired of people having the same financial background, the same religious beliefs, the same political beliefs, the same mindset. And I was like, I, I just want someone to flat out tell me I'm wrong. And so uh, as a result, I ended up saying, hey, let's let's get out of the South. Let's go to the Northeast and, and see what can happen there. And um, I, I chose uh, University of Delaware, and um, and then right after University of Delaware, uh, headed up to, to New York City and was in New York City for about six years and um, was an experience like none other. And um, I highly encourage everyone to go and to, to, to live in New York for at least a year to even a couple years to experience it because living in New York is 
what I like to say, it, it works muscles you didn't even know you had. I mean, it puts you in, in different situations um, that, that you don't usually experience in other parts of the country and sides of yourself that you didn't even know you had come out. So you learn a lot about yourself living in New York. And um, so, so I was there, you know, I, I, I went to New York. Um, I was real stubborn day one of New York, as I like to say, I was real stubborn. I was extremely prideful. I had a very egotistical my way or the highway attitude. Um, and all I wanted was, uh, I just was going to New York to build my own empire. And um, all I wanted was to become a famous um, fashion designer. Um, and I wanted to uh, be the next, you know, the next Marc Jacobs, Alexander McQueen, you know, uh, and, and, and see what see what could happen. And so, um, so I get to New York. I didn't have any job. <laughs> I didn't know. I think I knew one person. I think I knew one person in New York City. Um, but I really, I really didn't know that many people. And I ended up moving into um, a hostel and slept on a bunk bed. Um, and truly, my, my personal space was as big as this chair. I mean, I had no personal space you know, for my things. And so I shared a bathroom with uh, three other people. So uh, it was a total of four people in the room and we had, had one bathroom. And, um, and <laughs> And I had no job and all, uh, the only thing I had was, uh, I, I just had a lot of dreams. And um, so I ended up, um, you know, when I got there, I, I was unemployed for an extensive period of time. I mean, I was unemployed a long, long time. And, and then finally, you know, I, I would just go on I would just send out my resume and I would just beat the pavement hard trying to get a job, trying to get one door open, but no doors would open at all. I mean, month after month after month. And then finally I would, I would end up getting a, you know, a freelance position, but a freelance position, you know, would, wouldn't, it wasn't a long-term thing. It was only a short term. They only, it was only project based. Right. So I would go, I would go in and, and they would, they would hire me saying, you know, that this, this project is going to last, you know, up to six months. And so that was my mindset was there, oh, this is great. I'm finally going to be able to have a stable paycheck for six months. And then what happened was that it ended up being that I would be there with the mindset of being there for six months and I'd only be there for two weeks. I'd only be there for a month and out of nowhere, they'd come to me and say, Adelaide, you're done pack up your things, go home. And I went through that so many times. I mean, I think over three years of freelance and then being unemployed, unemployed for three, four months, then getting a freelance project, then unemployed for three or four months. Then. So just, um, and, and, I, and I, I share this with you to say that how crazy our God is, is that he was preparing me. He was preparing me to be an entrepreneur. When I didn't even have the thought of ever being an entrepreneur, he was the one that was really preparing me because I needed to develop this resiliency. I needed to develop endurance. And as an entrepreneur, you have got to, you've, 
got to just stick it in there day in, day out, whether it's good, whether it's bad. You know, you just gotta, you gotta show up every day and be there. Um, and so that's really what developed me, you know, um, in, into, into this, into the entrepreneur that I am is just sticking through it. So what happened was, so I, I, you know, I finally ended up, you know, uh, a freelance turned into a, a full-time position, which was a blessing. And, um, I truly, truly believe, and I, and I say this, um, I wasn't hired because of my skills. I wasn't hired because I was this incredible creative designer. I was only hired because, because the design, uh, the head designer liked my personality and she liked the fact that I had a sense of urgency about me, that I was, I had a get it done attitude, that the moment she'd give me a project or give me a task, I wouldn't give her an excuse. I wouldn't give her, you know, a lot of an, an earful. I would just have a sense of urgency like let's get this let's get this thing done immediately and she, and that's the only reason I was hired it wasn't because of my portfolio it wasn't because of my skills it, it was just it was just the, the personality that she liked and um, I worked for that company and exactly what happened is that I ended up similar to the freelance world I I thought I was gonna be there long term and after a year of working with that company um, one Thursday, out of nowhere, HR calls me. And I was thinking, you know, this is either gonna go really well or really bad. It's, it's nowhere in between. You know, either I'm getting a promotion or I'm getting fired. And HR gives me a call and says, Adelaide, pack up your things, go home, you're done. And so I went home that day and I was, I was shell-shocked. I was, I was numb and, but I say this because, you know, I tell this because I believe in divine intervention and I believe sometimes that as humans we can get so tunnel vision or so focused on what's in front of us and we actually need, we need God to come in and, and divert our path completely. And, 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 and it was a massive blessing because I got fired and that is what really caused me to evaluate my life and to figure out, am I really happy? Am I really happy in, in this job? Am I really happy in the direction that I'm headed right now? Or do I need a whole different career path? And so that is what, that is what, that one day of getting fired is what has changed my life completely. That's really interesting. Like you went from, you know, trying to find a job to finding something and you know say okay I'm comfortable I'm here and then as you said like God came in and intervened and said no Alan this is not what you want to do so like can you let everybody know kind of what you do currently right now oh absolutely absolutely so um so I am a um you know after I got fired I you know took some time off to really figure out like I said before if I'm heading in the right direction and um long story short I ended up after a year of just really wrestling with you know different ideas here and there, um, I uh, came to the conclusion that I need to um, I'm going to start my own business, being an agent for an agency for social media influencers. And so I am a um, I go to brands and I put together influencer marketing packages for brands um, and strategy um, to to carry that out. So. Can you kind of explain to the audience what's a, what's a you know influencer? 
and like just so they know and they can see what type of people you work with. Absolutely. So an influencer is an individual um, that has a a voice and has a uh, a voice on a social plat um, on social platforms, and they over time have built up an audience um, that the audience really looks to them, really trust them. Uh, looks to them to set the trends, looks to them for advice, advice for success. Um, influencers, you know, contrary to, you know, to what a lot of people believe is that influencers don't have to have millions and millions of followers. Influencers can have anywhere from, you know, a couple hundred, you know, all the way up into the thousands, yes, into the million followers. But what makes an influencer, or I almost like to say, not necessarily an influencer, but more like a content creator, is their their audience it really looks to them to set to set the the trends so that's interesting right there um I, i'm just like so interested about your whole story and just how you came to you know being part of this right here because you went from you know can't find a job in, in, in a chosen field to you know being able to you know stick with something for a year and then getting to this point right now where you've been running your business successfully for um, about a couple of years now. So like, what made you decide like, you know, like this is what I'm gonna do. Like after you reevaluated yourself and you came back and said like, I don't wanna so much go now, I'm not happy the situation I'm in now. Like what, what made you just like, I'm gonna do this. So, um, okay, perfect. So that was right after, right after I got fired from my job, you know, I, I, I took some time to really reevaluate and um, the direction I was headed. And I actually hired a life coach, and um, I was I was really really lost. I had no no idea, no direction. Um, the only thing I knew is I I knew what I was good at, naturally good at, but I I didn't know. And um, so my life coach, you know, after working with me for a couple months, he started to really press in on the idea of you should start your own company. And I, uh, oh, I used to hate it. I hated it <laughs> when he would bring that up. And he kept, he, he was persistent. And he kept bringing it up over and over again. And the reason I hated it so much was because uh, I was really, really insecure about it. And um, I, I didn't believe in myself at all. And I didn't think it was possible. Um, so it would annoy me, you know, every time he'd say, hey, you need, you need to think about starting your own business. I don't know, he would say, I don't know what it is, Adelaide, and that's up to you to decide what type of business you need to start, but you need to, you, you, you have the personality, you have, you know, the drive, the, the ability to be a very successful entrepreneur. Um, and so I really suppressed that for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, uh, I actually um, had, a, had a good friend of mine that I met, you know, at my old, old job as an as a evening wear designer, a fashion designer, and she was um, a social media influencer herself. And um, she and I actually, uh, we get let go uh, two weeks apart. And so misery loves company, right? So we, yeah. we really got close over the fact that we both were, were fired within two weeks apart. And um, I, so as I was working with a life coach, at the same time, I needed something to fill my time with. And I loved going to events and I loved people, being around people. And so I would actually go with her 
to a bunch of events. I mean, I was only going with her as a tag along or a plus one. Um, and I just got to watch her in action as she was, um, you know, re, uh, making, creating relationships with brands at these events as she was networking, as she was meeting people. And slowly I started to uh, come in contact with different types of brands and different influencers, you know, through going to these events with her. And so, you know, it was two moving parts at the same time, like I touched on, you know, it was one moving part of the, of, of a life coach really pressing in on me, telling me, you've got to start your own business. And then it was the other moving part of going to these events with her um, that, you know, it started to kind of create, create a direction for me that I didn't even realize, you know, I didn't create, I didn't realize God was creating a direction for me as this was happening. And I, uh, I prayed, I prayed a very, very dangerous prayer one night. And I, I remember exactly it was sometime in October about, I think it was about four years ago. And I said, God, you know me because you created me. You know me very, very well. You know me better than I know myself. You know, I'm a yes man. You know, I say yes, or I should say, excuse me, yes woman. You know that I say yes to every opportunity that crosses my path, to anything and everything. I can't say no. Um, and this is, you know, a blessing and a curse. And so shut every door that you don't want me to go through so that I won't have any distraction and only open that one door that you want me to walk through. And that was a, be careful what you pray for, because that was a really dangerous prayer. So what happened was over the period of truly a year, I was going on hundreds and hundreds. I wish, and I wish I was being dramatic, but I'm really not. Hundreds and hundreds of job interviews in, um, in fashion, you know, like my old, old business, I mean, my old industry, and then also other industries as well hundreds and hundreds of, of job interviews in New York. And I just would get to the, the second, third rounds and just keep getting cut. Keep, you know, they would ghost me over and over and over again. You know, all these businesses, uh, these brands. And, you know, it was coming to the point almost like, you know, it's uh, that nothing was coming to the surface, you know, not, you know, and it was coming to the point where I'd go on these job interviews and in the back of my head, I'd literally be thinking, you know, this is such a waste of time. I'm not going to get this job. And I would even think to myself, should, should I even tell the interviewer, this is a waste of your time as well, because you, you're not going <laughs> to hire me. This is a, you're, you're wasting your time. I'm wasting my time. I'm not going to get, the, you know, and it was like a very much like a negative, very, very, very negative, jaded, mindset um and you know it's comical how god works because as i was getting rejected from all these interviews you know i have my life coach voice in the back of my head saying start a business start a business start a business and one day after doing you know i i dabbled in some event you know in some a short term i did end up getting a short term events project and ended up you know same same scenario i was promised you know a long term term you know events gig of you know planning and executing these events and then he ended up cutting me firing me after a week you know you're noticing a reoccurring theme in my life of getting a lot of getting fired a lot of getting you know cut from deals and from projects um i can't even explain to you but and it's hard for me to even put it into words but god basically lit a light bulb in my head and said 
Adelaide enough, you're gonna start your own business. This is it, you're doing it. And that was the point, you know, um, where I made a, a decision. My back was against the wall. I made a decision that I'm gonna move forward and I have absolutely no, oh, I'm gonna do a business and, and we'll see what could possibly, you know, like, a, like, oh, I'm only like 40, 50% in. No, I was 100% in and I made up my mind that day. And I, I got confirmation from God and this is it. I'm moving forward. So, and here I am today. That's pretty interesting right there. Um, you went through a lot just to get to this part right here. Most people would have, you know, just given up, realized like, okay, I'm gonna go move back home and I'm gonna figure something else out. And even with your persistence on even going on a hundred or so job interviews, which is pretty amazing because it's what I kind of know you as, is like you're very persistent. You go get what you want to do. Like what skill sets kind of really help you kind of push yourself to even start a business? Like, cause like I know like many people are very scared of it, but like what, what skill sets have you like really developed that you say were like the biggest thing for you to get to where you are now? You know, um... I would say the first is, you know, there's there's multiple skill sets. I'd say the first definitely is, um, you know, persistence and resiliency that God, like I touched on before, God really developed that from getting fired in New York so many times, from not getting, from either getting fired, let go, or not, um, you know, uh, not getting one job and just going on a hundred job interviews. So resiliency, endurance is huge, huge, um, and. And also too, um, and, I, and I, I joke about this, but there's a lot of truth in this. Um, a skill set is I have probably a disgusting, disgusting amount of optimism that is a little bit detached from reality. <laughs> so, I'm not at times, I, I think that is what's really, you know, um, I'm, I'm just so optimistic to the point that I am not realistic at times. Now, that's a blessing and a curse, you know. There's, there, there's a lot of benefit, you know, that comes from it, but there's also, you know, I gotta be careful as well. But um, I'd say just a ridiculous amount of optimism, a ridiculous amount of always thinking really, really positive, and also um, not a lot, you know, if something really tough happens, like if a deal, you know, falls through, you know, that I was putting, you know, so much, so much energy and focus and so much time to really get it off the ground, and if it falls through, really being tough on myself to make sure, okay, hey, you're you're human, you're allowed to be disappointed, you're allowed, you know, um, but but I have to set, I personally, I've got to be disciplined to set a timeline, a time limit, excuse me, time limit on how long I'm allowed to feel sorry for myself. And then once it's past that point, then it's like, you're done. You're not gonna feel sorry for yourself anymore. You're gonna get back on two feet and you're gonna keep moving forward. You're gonna keep putting one foot in front of the other. And so um, that has been, has been huge for me is that, um, you know, like similar to like, like something as small as like, you know, when you're laying in bed and your alarm goes off. Um, I give myself 10 minutes and then after 10 minutes of, of snooze or just like, you know, resisting it, then I'm like, okay, 
getting out of bed and getting into the cold. Like I'm, I'm getting up, I'm getting up. And that's similar to, you know, when you experience defeat, it's like, I'm gonna give myself X amount of time to be sad and to, you know, process that. And then after that, you're done. You're gonna put it behind you and you're gonna keep moving forward. So how'd you become so disciplined and self-aware of yourself to even be like, okay, like I know how I feel now, but if I wanna get to where I wanna get to, I need to move on. Like that's really a, a, a thing, a trick that you don't see in many people. Like what events led to that for you even being that? Well, I, um, I am an extremely, extremely, extremely introspective person. Um, I, I really take time to, uh, to analyze myself uh, and to really, you know, I, my ultimate goal for 2019 is to be as self-aware as possible. Um, I'm not there yet, um, but, you know, I, 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 so yeah, so, so I spend a lot of time every morning. Um, I almost have a ritual every morning. I wake up, I spend time in devotion, I spend time in prayer, but then I also spend time in reflection. And I think reflection is key and is really, really huge. And so as a result of spending, you know, creating this as a habit, you know, then what happens is, is that, that you, this reflection really works on the muscle of you becoming more self-aware of you really reflecting over your life. Um, and, and, and then that, and also too, I really believe, you know, um, and I, as I've touched on before, it's crucial to have someone speaking into your life, whether that is a life coach or someone holding you accountable, but someone speaking truth into your life and then also holding you accountable as well is, is huge. And those people that are speaking into your life, they're the ones that can really reveal blind spots that maybe you didn't realize that you're projecting that actually are really you holding you back from from um, achieving you know your highest potential, achieving success. So going back a little bit to when you were talking about, you know, you went on all these jobs, interviews. I just want to know like at what at what point, like after you you talked to God, you had a, you said the prayer that you said, and then you, and then like what actually made you the point like okay I'm I'm stopping like God is saying no, like what point did that exactly come from? Because like. I'm pretty sure you could have kept going a little more. Like, what, at what point did you get to the point where you was like, I'm stopping this right here, I'm starting my business, and I'm not turning around, I'm 100% in. Um, okay, so I, I, I touched on that, but I can go a little more in depth into that. I, um, uh, you know, I was, I, I was, uh, I, I was, I mean, first of all, I was praying every day, God, give me direction, give me direction, show me, show me what your will is for my life. I am, I mean, I was really honest, I was like brutally honest, I was like, I am a mess. I've got, I'm all over the place and I, I don't even know necessarily what is good for me. <laughs> so show me. Um, and I, I thought, that events, that planning and executing events, event planning was actually something that I would would go down, um, and I and so I ended up, um, you know, through a series of networking, I ended up meeting someone that put me in contact with an event planner, and um, so I was working on this project, you know, planning, you know, a series of events with this event planner. And he didn't realize how green I was. He didn't realize how inexperienced I, I that, that I just really didn't know a lot about planning events at all. Um, 
And what happened was, um, you know, like I, like I touched on before, he came to me and said, this is going to be a long-term mentorship project. It's going to extend over many, many months. And um, it was actually after one week that he ended up cutting me. Um, and that was actually a really, really tough blow to my pride. Uh, and that actually really, really hurt because what happened was I was on, um, I was on planning the events and like running the whole show. And then after one week of, of, you know, having that mindset that I was going to be in charge of a lot of different people and a lot of different moving parts and vendors and so forth, he cut me. He said, no, you're not going to be doing that anymore. You're going to become a brand ambassador um, for, for one of our events. And I love nothing against being a brand ambassador. I, mean, I love, I have, I have an extensive, extensive background of being a brand ambassador. I love, love being a brand ambassador, but that was, that was a huge cut to responsibility. Um, and it was like, all of a sudden he took all this responsibility away from me. And now my only job was to show up at an event, smile, and hand out boxes, you know, hand out gift bags at the event. So I went from planning all these events, you know, all over the country to now my only job is to go to an event, smile, look good and, and hand out gift bags. And that was a really, really big blow to my pride. And that actually really was tough, but God, it works in really mysterious ways because then what happened was, you know, after one event, one day, um, you know, I was speaking with, you know, who was the, the former, that the event planner, who was my former boss. Um, and he was saying, um, he was saying, you know, like, just rattling off different ideas of, oh, you should, you know, have you ever thought about, you know, being a full-time brand ambassador and going to different events and making this your full-time job? And, and in the back of my head, I was thinking, why would I want to be a full-time brand ambassador? You get paid anywhere from 18 to $22 an hour. Like, no. And then all of a sudden, and this is just wild how God works. He lit, God literally lit a light bulb off in my head. And God was like, you should be an agency for brand ambassadors and social media influencers. Like he literally planted that idea in my head. And I, um, and I can't even, it's very difficult, you know, the way the Holy Spirit works at times, but it was like a hundred percent confirmation. Like, this is it. This is what you need to be doing. And I had struggled with an entire lifetime of uh, confusion. Am I really in God's will or not? I used to always be confused. I mean, that's where the enemy loves to attack you is through confusion. So how do you currently get clients right now? You know, um, majority of my clients actually come from me networking and creating, uh, going to events and creating that personal relationship with the brand first and then really figuring out exactly what is their their needs and then making sure um, that I convey let them know very very clearly that I my services I can really bring a lot of value and and fulfill all their their definitely their their marketing needs for sure after you meet the client you talk to them and you have the brand 
Like, what are the next kind of steps in that process to working with them to achieve their goal? Well, okay, so um, we, you know, we, we, we jump on a phone call and we figure out, you know, a series of different things. Like, what is it that they're looking to achieve? Are they looking to achieve, you know, do they have a new product that's being launched and they want to create, you know, brand awareness around this product? Are they looking to target different demographics all over the country? Are they looking to target different markets all over the country? Um, or, you know, another another uh, need comes across a lot is there they need um, they need a, a stronger push of quality traffic that's directed to their e-commerce. Um, and so from there, then I go and I find, you know, I interview, I vet these influencers, that they already have very similar directions, very similar aesthetics, very similar passions and interests that beautifully align with the brand. And so I go and I am the one that creates that, that relationship, that synergy between the brand and the influencer, ultimately really making sure that the influencer is able to carry out the brand's goals. So, you know, just going from that part there and extending the next thing, like, I want to know, like, if someone's in your position, or not in your position right now, but a position that you used to be in, where they're feeling lost and they don't know which direction to go, and then, and, like, what advice do you have to someone who doesn't know exactly what path they need to go down? Um, my, you know, I, I'd have to think about that because uh, I have so many answers and I don't want to bore you guys to death with all of my different ways to answer that question, but I would say my, my number one answer would be um, spend a lot of time in prayer um, because God always, 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 always shows up and he always, always leads you in the direction that is best, not, not just good, not just, but ideal, ideal for, for your personality, for your characteristics for your qualities he will show you which which route to go down i will say though it doesn't happen on our timeline um, but he will place you in that that job or in that career path that is perfect optimal for you so i say spend a lot of time in prayer and then my other thing that's um that i would suggest is um someone that's feeling really stuck or lost is Get every single day, make sure that you do something that kind of scares you, kind of freaks you out a little bit. Like what makes you uncomfortable? Does going to events by yourself make you uncomfortable? Does, uh, you know, learning to rock climb make you uncomfortable? Does, you know, just anything, but does getting in front of a, you know, a, a group of people and public speaking make you uncomfortable? Really learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable, uh, is huge and so do something that scares you every day and then also um, i would say if you're really feeling lost get involved find a buddy find a partner if you want like a friend and you guys just get involved in a lot of different things pretend like you're a freshman in college all over again and you've got this campus with all these different types of activities and events go to go to go to lots of Get involved in a lot of different things, a lot of different activities, um, because you never, you just never know who you're going to meet. That's going to, they could, it could be one conversation 
that all of a sudden sparks an idea, a light bulb, similar, you know, with my situation, a light bulb goes off in your head and all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is, this is it. This is what I need to do. So what I really, really, really want to encourage is keep moving, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and just keep moving and keep doing something. Don't sit and don't allow your thoughts to take over because your thoughts can be um, extremely, uh, extremely paralyzing and your thoughts actually can create a world of fear um, and, and then you won't be able to, then you'll have a, a, a list of excuses. So I just say, keep doing, keep getting involved and, and see what can happen. So what's next for you? You know, um, I want to, I want to continue definitely to, um, expand my business. Um, and you know, I, I, I want to expand all over the country and I want to have clients and, and represent influencers that are all over the country. Um, but I will say where my heart in the future lies is I, uh, I want to be a motivational speaker. Uh, I want to be, um, I want to be a life coach. Um, I know I'm not there yet, so I'm, I'm an aspiring life coach. Uh, but I had this conversation, um, this was just an everyday conversation, but I had it about, uh, about eight or nine years ago that I actually have never forgotten and it stuck with me. And it was just a friend and I, we were at the park one day and you know, he had grown up in a very, very, very small Southern town. And what happened was he was telling me about, you know, the, the background and the mindset of this town, how, uh, you know, very homogeneous culture, but also, you know, I just asked a simple question, um, like why, why do you think in your perspective, why do you think that everyone that grows up in that small town stays in that small town and doesn't leave that small town? And you know, he said, or, or ends up going into the occupation of their parents or, you know, and, and, and I said, you know, after I said this question, I was like, hey, listen, honestly, I'm not being critical. I'm not being critical of these type of people at all. I'm just curious, I wanna know. He said, you know, a lot of different reasons for why people um, grow up in a small town. You know, one, it could just be that they like the comfort that the small town offers. But then he said, and he, and he said something else that was interesting, he said, um, but a lot of people don't think that there are other options out there. They literally, they cannot, their percept, their reality is this is it. This is the only thing that exists that's in front of me. And he said, um, and you know, it, 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 that actually can be extremely negative for a lot of people. And it can be really, really debilitating for a lot of people because they, they start to gain um, a, a loss of hope. They start to have no hope and hope, hope for something better, hope for change, hope for different. That is what really ignites someone. Uh, that is what ignites, ignites change. That is what ignites someone to take action. Action is the word I was looking for. But the problem is when there's a loss of hope, people become paralyzed and, and they think this is it. And I, that conversation has never left me because I want to be a life coach. I want to be a mentor for the people that have a loss of hope, that feel paralyzed in their situation, and that 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 can't figure out a you know a different route. That that they have you know 
that they just don't know the necessary steps to take to get out of their situation. Um, and, and so that I would say is, is, is where I ultimately want to head is um, I want to get to know that individual because we, God has wired us as humans that we all have, as I like to call those buttons, that excites us, that when we press it, that excites us, that lights us up. And I want to figure out, everyone's got a different button. Everyone's got a different thing that like, you know, that excites them. But I want to figure out what motivates, what excites someone, what sparks, you know, a flow of a different type of thought process. And I want to figure that out in each person so that I can start getting them to think and start questioning. Because when you start thinking and start questioning, that's when you start to move in a, in a whole new direction that you never thought was even possible. So what excites you? What excites me? <laughs> um, motivating people excites me. Um, seeing people light up. Um, I, uh, having people surprise you. And when you meet someone and, and you, you, you think that they're one way and then all of a sudden you figure out that what their buttons are and then you press that button and then all of a sudden you see a whole different side to that person and that's what excites me is 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 uh is is creating um create motivating and, and ultimately in the day empowering people empowering is is, is what excites me and i want to i want to empower people on an individual level but i also want to empower people in front of a large audience as well. So what makes you different than other agencies that are out there? Um, so my agency is actually different than most agencies because I work with a trusted network of performance-based influencers. And so instead of the client paying a flat fee for Instagram, Facebook post, um, you know, YouTube videos, a flat fee, depending on like the amount of post, they actually are only, um, they're only paying for results that are generated. So that means that they, yes, the influencer is engaging with their audience through tweets, retweets, comments, shares, likes, reach impressions, um, you know, and creating beautiful content. The client, the brand is not paying for that. They're actually paying for uh, the, the amount of click-throughs that are generated to their e-commerce, to, um, to, their, to their website. And so the beauty is, is that I am able to really, um, not only does a client get, you know, beautiful, beautiful content, but I'm also able to really prove the client's ROI uh, at the end of the campaign. Um, and so I really work with that client to figure out, you know, like I touched on before, what is, what is your, what, what is your customer journey? What is your conversion rate? You know, uh, how many clicks does it take to convert to sales? And then from there I go to find those influencers to carry out those goals. So how can people connect with you? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the easiest way to connect with me is by um, reaching out to me either through email or through my um, Instagram, you know, my, my business. Um, I, I've got my, my contact on my website and then I also have my contact through Instagram and Facebook as well. So that's just the quickest way to, to reach out to me. So if you guys want to talk to Adelaide about anything, or especially from influencer side, or if you need someone to help coach you to get you up and do what you're supposed to do and move your life along, then I'll make sure I link all that down in the descriptions. 
But I just want to say thank you, Alex. Oh, so much thank for you. You're so great. I really appreciate it. I really and appreciate it. just like you know, name, I believe you're up next. And thank you so much. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you guys See so you guys much for watching this podcast. And I want to thank Adelaide Freeman too as well. Um, and also too, I'm going to leave all of the links down if you want to, you know, to contact her or you need any help with, um, you know, if, you, if you're a brand and you're trying to work with influencers, but you're seeing that it's not working as well as you want it to, she's a good person to reach out to. Or if you're looking for um, pep talk and someone help help you get your life in gear to make meaning out of what your life is. She's a really good person to talk to. So I'm going to leave those description, all those links in the, in the, in the description in the show notes as well. Um, but one thing I want to say before I get off this podcast for you guys, I want you guys to go ahead and review the podcast. Um, as you see over time, the podcast is getting better and better over time. Obviously, it's going to get a lot better as you go through. And if you um, are listening to this on the way um, from like a car ride or something, I want to say thank you even more. And, um, you know, go ahead and check out the video because there's also a video of this right here on YouTube on my channel at Xavier Kelly, you know, YouTube forward slash Xavier Kelly. Something, something cool to check out. Now, if you guys are looking for any um, marketing service and consulting service, please don't be afraid to reach out to me. I love to work with different people. Um, also, too, I want to see what you guys are doing. So go ahead and review. Send me a message or anything like that. I would love to see what you guys do. And who knows, maybe you guys could be on the Up Next podcast. But that's about it right now. I'm time. I'm stop be, um, beating your ear off. Um, but um, let's, let me see you in the next video, guys. And I thank you guys for watching. Make sure you review. Bye.